Hello again, this is Paul Abraham speaking to you from London in the 22nd episode of the series Learn Jazz Piano. This one is called Blue Bossa. My website is www.jazzpianoteacher.co.uk and as many of you now know, we have our own forum which is www.learnjazzpiano.net where there's a growing community of musicians discussing the podcasts and lots of other related topics. Today we're going to analyse a piece called Blue Bossa written by the trumpeter Kenny Dorham. It was written in 1963 and a good version to listen to is by Joe Henderson, the tenor saxophone player, on an album called Page One. And in fact, Kenny Doran features on this album. I'll upload the lead sheet onto the forum, and you probably have this piece in a real book, because it's a standard that pretty much everybody should know off by heart. And because the entire piece only lasts 16 bars, I suggest that you learn it rather than read it. It's got three flats at the beginning, which as you know could mean it's either in E flat major or C minor. The best way to find out what key a piece is in is to look at the last resolving chord and in this piece it's a C minor. It does also start on a C minor as well, but that isn't necessarily an indication of a key of a piece. It begins on the last beat of a bar, the quarter note beat, so I'll count it in one, two, three, and then we'll come in with the tune. One, two, three. The first eight bars is very easy to learn because it's all on the track of three flats, E flat major, starts on the G, goes up an octave and walks down that scale till it gets to the A flat, jumps up to the G and then resolves to the F. The next line, bar five, starts on that F 
simply walks down in the same way until it reaches the G, jumps up to the F and resolves on the E flat. So you'll notice you have two very similar phrases, not just note-wise but rhythmically as well. first phrase and then you have the next four bars starting on bar 9 changes key for four bars you'll notice there's an added D flat and G flat so that might give you a clue as to what key it goes into and it uses just the scale of that key and the last line goes back to using the notes of three flats also notice that in bars 9 and 10 that phrase is very similar to bars 1 and 2 bars 5 and 6 comes 9 again and 10 now he gives us a new little rhythmic phrase in bar 13 there's a new phrase rhythmically and he does it again in bar 14 and he resolves it so let's go through the whole thing 1, 2, 3 that phrase starting on the F now on the E flat short phrase repeats so you don't really need to be staring at a piece of paper that's not music that's just information on the piece of paper Thelonious Monk never showed written music to his musicians. He said, just listen to me and copy it. It's a great way of learning. Now let's look at the chord sequence. So first let's just go through it. C minor 7. Let's just do it in root position at the moment. C minor 7 is C, E flat, G and B flat for two bars. Two, three, four, two, two, three, four. F minor 7 as you know is F, A flat, C and E flat for two bars so from the beginning two, three, four C minor seven C minor seven F minor seven F minor seven now we have a D minor seven flat five D, F, A flat, C can be described as a D half diminished but I prefer flat fives so D minor 7 flat 5, D, F, A flat and C for one bar, G7, G, B, D, F for one bar, and then two bars of the C minor 7. So we've got four bars here from bar 5, 2, 3, 4, D minor 7, G7, and two bars of C minor 7. Let's try it. 1, 2, 3, 4, C minor 7, C minor 7, F minor 7. F minor 7, D minor 7 flat 5, G7, C minor 7, C minor 7. Bar 9, 
is an E flat minor seven, E flat, G flat, B flat, and D flat. Bar ten is A flat seven, and A flat C, E, and G flat. And the next two bars are D flat major seven. I sometimes write a triangle, which is the same as major seventh. D flat major seven is D flat, F, A flat, and C. So we've got E flat minor seven, A flat seven, D flat seven. So try that, two, three, four. E flat minor seven, A flat seven, D flat seven for two bars. Last line is repeat of D minor seven for one bar, G seven for one bar, C minor seven for one bar, and the last bar will be D minor seven, flat five, for two beats, G7 for two beats, which just brings us back to the start. So don't worry about what inversions or what voicings you're playing. Let's see if you can just play that sequence. This is from the start. One, two, three, four, C minor seven, C minor seven, F minor seven, F minor seven, D minor seven for five, G7, C minor seven. C minor 7, E flat minor 7, A flat 7, D flat major 7, repeat, D minor 7 flat 5, G7, C minor 7, and the two chords that get us back to the beginning. Let's try that with left hand shells and the tune with the right hand. So try playing for the first chord a C and a B flat, that's the 1 and the 7. For the F minor 7, play F and A flat. D minor 7, play D and C. The G7, play a G and a B. C minor 7, play a C and a B flat. You've done all this before, so you'll probably recognise these positions. Bar 9, E flat minor 7, E flat and D flat, that's a 1 and a 7. A flat 7 is A flat and C. D flat major 7, D flat and C. D minor 7 again, D, C, G7, G, B, and C minor 7, C and a B flat. Last bar, D, C, and G and a B. So, with the tune, 1, 2, 3... on bar six first beat is intentional so when you get to my left hand is playing a G and a B which is the one and three of the G7 and the tune hits this B flat which is a sharp nine
Now let's start to analyse the chord structure. The first thing you should always do is look for 7th chords. The first 7th chord is a G7. The second is an A flat 7. And then the last four bars you have the G7. So there's really only the G7 and the A flat 7 as far as 7th chords. The next thing you have to do is to see if the 7th functions as a dominant 7th. In other words, is it a 5 that leads to a 1? So, there's a G7, and it leads to a C minor. So yes, it does. It goes up a 4th, or down a 5th. So that's a 5-1. The A-flat 7, does it lead to a 1? Does it function as a dominant 7th? Well, it leads to a D-flat major chord. So you get A-flat 7. There you are, the perfect cadence. A-flat, upper 4th, to the D-flat. So, again, you have a 5-1 situation. The last four bars have the same G7 to C minor. The very last chord is a G7 leading back to the top. So that's another 5-1 there. Now... The next thing I always check is look before the 7th to see if there's a 2, so that then we would have a 2-5-1. OK, the G7th, which led to the C minor, has before it the D minor 7 flat 5. So it is, in fact, a 2. 2, 5, 1. D minor 7 flat 5, G7... C minor. This isn't jazz, this is basic classical harmony in, in Western music. Because it leads to a C minor, that's why we often get that flat 5 in the 2 chord, because we're often looking at that harmonic minor scale, in this case a C minor. The A flat, there is the flat 5 in the D minor 7th chord. The leading note is the B. So, second line, 2, 5, 1. Third line, we said that the A-flat 7 leads to the D-flat major, that's a 5, 1. The chord before it, E-flat minor 7, is a 2. So there you have a 2, 5, 1 in D-flat major. So you're thinking the key of bars 9 for 4 bars is in D-flat. That only leaves the first two chords. First chord is a C minor. Second chord is an F minor. Now there are two ways of looking at this. You could just think that the C minor is a 1 and the F minor is a 4. And then we're moving to the next line with a 2, 5, 1 of C minor. The other way to look at it is that the C minor is number 6 of E-flat major and F minor is number 2 of E-flat major. Now, there are many tunes that actually start on a 6. So rather than going 2-5-1, it might go 6-2-5-1. So in this piece, the C minor 7 is the 6, 
F minor 7 is the 2, then it could have gone to the B flat 7, which is the 5, and resolved onto the E flat, which is the 1. An example of this would be Fly Me to the Moon. C minor 7, F minor 7, B flat 7, E flat major 7. Another example is All the Things You Are by Jerome Kern. So, C minor 7, F minor 7, B flat to the E flat major. But Blue Bossa, instead of going 6-2-5-1 in the major, you could think of it as going 6-2 in the major and then resolving to its relative minor. It's a 6, C minor. It's 2. And then it goes to the minor. G7. Now we're switching keys to the D flat. It's the 2. 5. 1. Back to the 2, 5, 1 in C minor. And then a quick 2, 5. Now let's do a rooted four note comp. 1, 7, 3, 5, C minor 7. C, B flat, E flat, G. F minor 7, 1, 7, 3, 5. F, E flat, A flat, C. D minor 7, flat 5. D, C, F and A flat. That's 1, 7, 3, 5. For the G7, we're going to keep the right hand where it is. And we're going to go G, B, F, A flat, which gives us 1, 3, 7, flat 9, and resolves to the 1, 7, 3, 5 of the C minor 7. E flat minor 7, 1, 7, 3, 5 again. E flat, D flat, G flat, B flat. A flat 7, you could keep the top and go. One seven three five for the E flat minor seven to the A flat C G flat and B flat, and then resolve it to the D flat one seven three five D flat C F and A flat. So you get, or when you get to the A flat seven, you could flatten the nine. sharpen the 9 and the last 4 bars as before the D minor 7 flat 5 D, C, F and A flat G7 G, B, F and A flat that's the flat 9 at the top and the C minor 7 C, B flat, E flat and G another suggestion for the first 2 chords I've already said when you play the C minor 7, play C, B flat, E flat and G, that's fine. But when you move to the F minor 7, instead of jumping with your right hand, how about keeping the right hand where it is? So now we get F, A flat, E flat and G, which is 1, 3, 7, 9. Much smoother. to the D minor 7 G7 
to give you some ideas for a rootless left hand just three note chords C minor 7 D that's the D after middle C D E flat and G so that's 2 3 5 or 9 3 5 for the F minor 7 let's try that's A flat E flat and G 3 7 9 for the D minor 7 flat 5, let's keep the outside notes. So we're going to start with the A flat, which is in fact the flat 5. The top note is going to stay, and that's a 4, and put a 1 in the middle. So for the D minor 7, you've got flat 5, 1, 4. G7, lots of possibilities, but I'm going to go for 3, sharp 5, and sharp 9. So that's B, D sharp, A sharp. And then I'm coming back to that C minus 7 position I told you. D, E flat and G. For the E flat minus 7, let's go for 3, 7, 9. That's G flat, D flat and F. A flat 7, keep the two outside notes. The G flat at the bottom, the F at the top and put a C in the middle. So that gives you 7, 3, 6, 13. G flat, C and F, and we'll resolve it to D flat major by going, which is 3, 6, 9. And you'll notice I ignored the fact that it's a triangle D flat major 7, because as I always say, you can put a 6th in just as easy as a major seventh. So F, B flat, E flat. Last line is the same as the second line. So A flat, D and G for the D minor seven flat five. There's the B, D sharp and A sharp for the G seven. And there's that crushed sound again for the C minor seven. Two, three, five. Let's try that. I'll just give you three beats. So be ready with the D, E flat and G. One, two, three, four. on that you can discuss it on the forum you can turn that into a, a comp once you've got those nice rootless left hand chords you can play very simple one and fives with the right hand and you'll get things like and so on another possibility with your left hand is the half time stride that I suggested in the last session. So for instance you could play a low C for the first bar, 
second bar play the chord, third bar a low F, and the chord, bar five low D, and then come up with the G7 chord, low C, and the chord, bar nine, and then the A flat seven chord, low D, and the G7 chord, So you'll get something like this. One, two, three. approaches to improvisation. I'm going to start by looking at major modes. If we look at the first eight bars and just think of the track of E flat major, the three flats, we're going to use that track to go from C to C with a C minor seventh. There's the A flat and B flat. Next chord is F minor 7, same track from F to F, still using the three flats. Now D minor 7 flat 5, and G7, and back to C minor 7. So I'm only using the track of E flat, A flat, and B flat. In other words, if you play from C to C on that C minor 7, it gives you the Aeolian mode. If you go from F to F on that same track, for the F minor 7, it gives you the Dorian mode. D minor 7 flat 5 from D to D is the Locrian. And finally the G7 from G to G. And probably the most interesting, that is the Phrygian, which gives you that interesting flat 9 and sharp 9 gives you the sharp 5 of the G7 as well. So in other words, that whole 8 bars, you could use just that one track of 3 flats. 
two, three, four. Another possibility is when you get to bar 5, the 2-5-1 in C minor, you can use the harmonic minor scale of C. 2, 3, 4. And now because the first 8 bars is very minor, you could also use the blue scale of C. One, two, three. From bar nine for four bars, it's a two five one in D flat major, E flat minor seven, A flat seven, D flat. So you know the track you're now on is the scale of D flat. And the last line is the same as the second line, the D minor 7, G7, C minor, where I've already said you could use the harmonic minor scale or you could use the blue scale as you choose. So here's a backing track I've made up, five choruses where you play the tune, first chorus, always repeated. Second chorus, you're going to play a comp, either rootless or rooted. The next two choruses, you're going to solo on, and then chorus five, come back to the head again.
That's it for now. Other than to say, please go to the forum www.learnjazzpiano.net and contribute to our growing jazz playing community. See you soon.